Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I'm Titus. You know that. And uh, here we are again. Have another episode. And uh, I'm kind of excited about this uh, coming week. Um, I'm going to be... All those guests that I've been telling you guys about that I've, I'm going to have on the show are uh, going to be getting scheduled. Um, and I'm hoping to knock, man, three or four of them out. I'm hoping to get all the ones that I had mentioned scheduled out. And... Um, I was going to mention this later, but I'll do it right at the beginning. Uh, check out the YouTube channel, The MVM Show. Type it in on uh, YouTube, and you'll see our channel. Um, and I don't know. It's probably like 1,200 and some subscribers on there. But anyways, if you like to watch um, the show, so I know some people probably use that as a part they listen to. So like you say, you start the podcast on YouTube but then you close the screen and you're not actually watching it. But I wanted to let you guys know that I started a new format on that last episode, episode 262, I believe, uh, the unveiling of Kuyu's waterfowl line. Um, I started a new format that you can now see the guest and it the camera switches between whoever's talking. It's not perfect, but it's pretty close. Like it pretty much gets everybody's faces really good. So like when that person's talking wherever they're at remotely, it goes the screen goes to them and then it swaps over. And then when we're talking, it goes to us. So if you like to see the guests and see people, I think you really like this new format. Because before, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, you would just see us the whole time and you never seen the guests. And there was reasons I had for that. Like I just didn't feel like Dylan moving the camera like I just didn't want to deal with it. But now uh, some buddies of mine told me how it's uh, pretty easy doing it a certain way. 
now that it has it um to be able to do that and it's actually really easy so i'm from now on when i we have a guest on the line unless they're not able to get to a computer or use their phone or maybe they're not technically um know how to do that kind of stuff like they're not you know what i'm saying like how to deal with um technology or whatever and then we just won't do it. and that's that's not a big deal but i would say I'm hoping 90% of the time we are going to have people on here that you'll be able to see them and switch cameras. And I think it's just a nice feature. And it's really clear, too. It's not, unless they're using like a 480, <laughs> you know, um, man, my, my my mind's going blank with the word I'm looking for. Like uh, quality-wise, you know, as long as it's 1080 or above, 4K even, um, you'll really get good quality when you watch it. So anyways, and thanks for the feedback from some of you guys telling me that you like that format. All right, moving on. Um, please don't forget to rate and review. And I want to shout out to my friend Barney. Thank you, Barney, for writing a review on there. Seen his, um, and known Barney since I was a little kid. So every, every one of you guys, I th I think I've read everybody's that has put one on there. Um, on Spotify, it doesn't let you write a review, but it does let you rate it. So please let's keep those. I want to. Honestly, I mean, I know I see the numbers. I see how many thousands of people listen to this podcast, which is still hard to comprehend sometimes, and thousands and thousands of downloads. But um, so if you don't mind, help us out. And, you know, if we could get 500 of you that haven't done it yet, just go in there and rate it, tap on five stars or whatever. I mean, that just really explodes the podcast and makes it even grow even more. And uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you know, you could even write a review in there and rate it. So wherever you listen to, or if you watch on the YouTube channel, give it a thumbs up. Always when you listen, make sure you're subscribed. It's free and it helps everything out and keeps more good content going. Anyways, all right, let's move on. So really had a great, great podcast with Kuyu. And I'm sure like, I know a lot of you guys are from all over the place, uh, Midwest, back east, some even from other countries. But if you've never when you probably seen 262, I don't know if you list everybody listened to that, but it was a great podcast with Kuyu, and that's spelled K-U-I-U. -U. And some people were saying, if I can't pronounce it, I want nothing to do with it. <coughs> I know that was kind of a joke, but um, that's how you say it, Kuyu. And they're actually local to us, and they are every bit as good or better than Sitka, um, believe it or not, but they've never had a waterfowl line. Um, and I know a lot of those guys personally, and they do waterfowl hunt, but they just been spending their time over the years uh, deciding what they wanted to do, how they wanted to make the fabric, what fabrics they wanted to use. And they actually teamed up with uh, Sims Fishing. They partnered with them to make their waiter. And I think that's awesome. I've seen a lot of gripes and complaints on social media, people saying, ah, oh, you know, whoop-de-doo, they're just, they're just, using Sims waiters. Well, no, there's a lot more to it than just using a Sims waiters. There's a lot of things that Sims on their normal waiters they don't have and don't do because they're not there for fly fishing or fishing or whatever. Now, I do know a lot of guys, and I've had some guests on here that said they actually use um, Sims waiters for duck hunting, which is cool. And they said they're the toughest waiters they've ever worn and they last forever. And to boot, their, their warranty is really good. So you should check it out. You can actually go on Sims' site. Um, I don't know if they have it posted on Kuyu's site yet. But anyways, go check out Kuyu.com, K-U-I-U. Look at that and just see what you think, you know, whatever. If you got good waiters and everything, you're definitely not trying to push anybody that way. It's just um, their quality is good. I mean, actually, to be honest with you guys, guys that don't know, 
Sitka and Kuyu, those guys started together. It was actually just one deal, and then they branched off. I don't know, you know, the details. It doesn't matter of what happened there. But that just shows you, if you like the quality of Sitka, it's, you're going to probably feel the same way about Kuyu. But anyways, again, if you have all your gear, there's no need to be swapping around. But if you're looking for some quality stuff, you definitely should give it a look. Um, they came out with a puffy jacket, puffy vest. They came out with the water ja- the waterproof jacket or the rain jacket, whatever you want to call it. But, I mean, the stuff, the details of that episode, you really got to go listen to because it's it ain't no joke. What these guys are doing and how they're doing technology and uh, the quality that they do is phenomenal. And how much they know about their product and the gear testing they put it under is crazy. And it's really good to hear that firsthand from the main guys. So um, I have Kevin Wilkerson on and Sean Ayers. Well, Sean Ayers is uh, one of the directors, and then um, Kevin Wilkerson's a vice president of marketing. So they do a really good job and really enjoyed that. So go check that episode out. This week, uh, reminder, uh, new hunts coming out. I uh, got two more coming out. I got one uh, today coming out at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's a brand new hunt. Haven't just never have time last year to edit during duck season, and then another one next week and next Monday, and then um, yeah, th- those are coming out. And then hopefully we'll have some pattern testing videos, some uh, loadout videos coming. Will and fresh hunts, meaning when I say fresh, because the ones coming out right now are fresh. I mean like from this year are going to be coming out uh, beginning of uh, October. So like. Probably like the first week of October, those will be starting fresh hunts from this year. So anyways, I wanted to bring that up. Um, And that being said, I do want to say keep checking the channel for new videos since notifications doesn't sound like they work very good anymore. I see that out of like 47,000 subscribers, only like six and a half thousand have notifications on to be notified when a new video comes out. So, I mean, if you do like watching our channel, watching our hunts or videos, whatever, I would highly suggest clicking on that bell icon under there when you're watching so it lets you know when new videos are out because even the people that are subscribed saying, oh, I didn't even know you had a new video out or I've never seen this one or whatever. So whatever. I don't know why that is, but that's just how it is. Um, what I did want to say about this latest video I put out, episode 13, I believe, yes, 13. Um, yeah, I can't remember what I named that one. But anyways, go check it out. It's the latest hunt video. <clears throat> and at the end of it, and this is kind of what I wanted to throw out here on the podcast, is at the end of it, I did a walkthrough of what I actually had on that hunt Um the backpack that I actually used um, to haul everything in there, which was an Avery backpack. It's Thomas has had it probably for three or four years. He's liked it so much that I guess some stitching came out. He's probably had it, man. He's probably had that for four or five years. But I think a year or two ago, some stitching came loose on some, some part of that back. And he actually loves it that much that he took it into a seamstress and had her patched up. So, so whatever came loose and still using it today. So, that being said, it is a tough bag. Um, I don't know what happened, if it got caught on something or ripped or what, but <clears throat> that Avery backpack is 12 slots, which you can fit a lot more than 12 decoys in it, especially if you go with like teal and stuff like that. But um, but you can also, I, anyways, on that video, at the end, I walked through the whole setup. Like, okay, when I go out to refuge, 
This is exactly what I use. If I'm just packing in, I don't want to um, push a cart or maybe the, the path to go to the pond is so muddy and slippery I can't push a cart through it. I'm throwing everything on my back because I don't feel like dealing with it. I don't feel like trying to fight a cart through all that. I'll cut back on the decoys. I got my gun in there, my my blind bag, or what I, what we use is the roll tops, 30-liter cheap ones from Amazon. Um, this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Got that in there, my guns strapped, and then I got the spinner and some pulsers, whatever I want in there. But anyways, go check that video. I really think not only will you like the hunt, probably it was a decent hunt. I was solo, but you'll like the end, how I walk through that stuff. And I think it will help a lot of guys to have an idea of like, because I get messages all the time. What should I take on in refuge? What California refuge? Or what should I, how do I pack in somewhere remote if I'm in Montana on a creek or whatever, wherever you guys are at? I think you'll really like that setup. By far, I've tried a lot of things, and by far the setup with that Avery back is the best one I've had, and I've tried a ton um, for sure. And I, basically, like I said, Thomas is the one that started with that, and I asked him how comfortable it was while I was fighting with my own because I was using the Refuge, what was it called, Refuge Runner. I like the bag, and the idea is great, and the way this setup is good, but it ain't. You can pull the straps completely as tight as you can go to like pull the back up on your back higher and it's still smacking the back of your hind end and the back of your legs and it's very frustrating. Um, let's just put it that way, especially when you get in the water because if it hangs lower like that, you're almost kind of dragging it through the water on your back and it's hitting the back of your quads. It's just irritating. Like I would say majority of people would not like care for that bag. So not to down them or anything, but... I think they sh they could have made that a little bit more compact and sit a little higher than so low on you because that was one thing I hated about back in the day when we didn't use carts and sleds. When we carry carried everything on our back, that's when that's how I started with Travis. Um, man, it would it hang all the way down to your calves almost and just beat the snot out of you. I mean, you got pintails stabbing you in the leg and decoys whacking you and it's just very uncomfortable and miserable to be honest with you walking out there like that so go check that out that's i'm kind of giving you some you know ideas right now but to go visually see it just go watch that hunt 
Um, and then, uh, oh, and I got a little surprise for you guys. This is kind of the end of this episode. I just want to get this out. But a lot of you guys were saying you wanted to see the Eurasian widgeon I shot on episode 12. That basically hunt of a lifetime. I shot the trifecta. See, guys will say, oh, I've shot the trifecta. I'm like, oh, okay, what day did you shoot on? I'm like, well, I've shot, I didn't shoot on them one day. I shot this day and that day and that day. Like, I mean, if I didn't hunt somewhere that you that was really doable, I would probably still, I would still mount it and have, you know, the blue wing, the cinnamon, the green wing together in a mount. But like out here in California where that is opportunity, we kind of don't count the trifecta shooting all three of those unless you shoot it in the same day. At least that's how we are. I mean, everyone has their own thing, I guess. But you got to shoot it in one day, in our opinion. But anyways, on the vet hunt last year, I did. I shot him in the morning, and then I went out in the afternoon and had an incredible finish the day off. Because I, I literally went to one specific refuge for that because it had scouted. I'd seen where all the till were at, and I had seen blue wings, cinnamons, and green wings. And then I went to another refuge really to to hone in on mallards. I was trying to shoot the trifecta in the morning, which is three till, and then shoot four Drake mallards or three Drake mallards and a Drake pintail, something like that. Something really cool. Well, <laughs> I was on uh, three Drake mallards that evening. Evening, because we left, went and ate breakfast. So I'm like, okay, all I got to shoot is four more birds. And, you know, so we're targeting Drake mallards. Well, well, Betsy came out, and thank God for Thomas noticing it, but I'm going to, um, so what I'm going to do, if I can do this without this cord choking me here, if I get enough cord, let's see here, coming up, okay, <clears throat> so that's why you might want to come on the YouTube channel too, because I'm going to put this, I'm going to zoom in and give you guys a good shot of this, why is this not, where all my cord extra, oh, that's why, hold on, it's getting caught. I'm going to video, so if you guys want to see it, I might post it on Instagram and Facebook too, but for you, those of you guys that follow the YouTube channel, I'm going to give you a good little clip of this as best I can with as much cord as I got, so this, don't mind the thing, but, so there we go, that is it, Travis mounted that, that is the record, <laughs> he mounted that bird in... I think I had it back on the wall in like two weeks. And that's not common. Let's just put it that way. Don't get no ideas, everybody. But if you're on the YouTube channel, I'm kind of focused on getting the head. Now, he don't have a real cream top. I wouldn't say he's like a young Eurasian widgeon, but he definitely is not fully plumed. Another year or two where he'd have that real creamy head. And I don't have enough cord to show you the top of his head. Let me zoom in a little bit more. See, he's still got some speckling and stuff, but anyways, and then you can see on his um, secondaries and stuff, the, like frosting, the white frosting. But yeah, I really, that's what I asked for, Travis, is a dead mount with a smaller, not a massive, you know, board, but I, I don't know. Let me guys, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Um on the YouTube channel. I'll just show you some more since you're on here already. That's Pintel. I don't know. You guys have probably seen that in the video. You got the wood duck right there. Surf scoter. Travis. So, by the way, Travis did, you know, that one. He did the surf scoter. He did, which I really love this <clears throat> uh, ring neck. It's like one of my favorite poses. 
I don't just don't got enough cord. Hold on a second. Sorry for the shaky camera, but it's like one of my favorite poses he's done. It's a stud ring neck. He's really, you can see the red around his neck. I shouldn't say red, but kind of like this uh, rusty color. But yeah, I love that pose though. And then, of course, that gadwall I shot in that one video. That black ring around its neck, the spec. Am I making you guys on Spotify want to go watch the YouTube video? That's what I'm, that's my goal right now. It's talking about this and you can't see it. <laughs> yeah. That's the old squaw. That was done by a guy uh, back east. But let me set this camera back up and get back to this episode for those that are not watching it. So hopefully I give you guys a good reason to go, uh, yeah, to go on the YouTube channel and subscribe and and watch on there, like I said, the new format and everything, and maybe stuff like this. You know, another thing is sometimes I'll I'll bring items and show it on here. So instead of making the video on YouTube on a regular channel, I just show stuff on here while I'm talking about. So different ideas and reasons to maybe check it out. But like I said, I didn't have a lot planned. Kind of want to give you some updates on some things, some guest stuff, gear loadouts. Wanted to show you guys that Eurasian widget, and, and that's about it. So hope you guys enjoyed this one and stay tuned again Monday and Thursday. Uh, as usually our typical drops for episodes. And um, I was worked three straight weeks on days and it was just like really tough to get them out. So I think I dropped this month seven episodes instead of normally eight. So I, I didn't do too bad. Or maybe it was five. I know I was like one or two short of two every week. So, <clears throat> but anyways, the way my work schedule is now, I can pump a bun bunch out and get ahead, ahead of the game again. So stay tuned and... You know, 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, episode is dropping every Monday and Thursday. So stay tuned and we will see you guys on the next one. <laughs> <laughs>